We've got plenty to talk about on this week's Access Louisville podcast, including a couple of interesting hotel plans. That's next. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today is Laurel Deppen. Hi there. Allison Steins. Hello. And Ellie Tolbert. Hi. Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week we bring you the latest news, plus plenty of sharp opinions. Hopefully some sharp sound this week, too, because we're, we're back in the studio for the first time in way, way too long. Um, and uh, hopefully we sound better. We're using actual mics instead of just talking on teams like we had been for a little <laughs> while. Not bad about the last, you know, few years. We'll, we'll work on it. Anyway, hopefully we sound good. I teased a couple of hotel projects in the intro there, so we're going to jump into that first. Uh, Ellie, I guess we'll start with Portland. What's the plan there, and who's behind it? Yeah, so there's two, or um, I talked about two different hotels this week, but the one in Portland, that one's called the Devonian, the Devonian, um, and it's going to be a 25-room boutique hotel by Gilholland, um, and this <laughs> architecture firm, um, Pod Architecture and Design, um, and it's a 25-room boutique hotel um, on Little Street in Portland. Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, and that's kind of near the, the river. I, th- I think I remember you mentioning that as well. So um, let's see here. Now it's going to have some features that the public's going to be interested in. It's not just going to be for travelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was one of the cool things about this one is he said in the press release that um, it's not going to be open to the public as well. And so um, some of the amenities include, you know, indoor-outdoor spaces, um, some, like, rooftop deck, a heated courtyard swimming pool, um, and also access to Louisville Visual Arts Gallery and the University of Louisville Height Art Institute and some live music at um, other Portland venues. So very, like, Mm Portland-centric hotel. Mm -hmm. And Gil has done a lot of work in Portland. And for those who don't know Gil Holland... uh, he uh, helped develop uh, what what is now Nulu. I think I don't I don't want to go piece by piece on it, but he definitely developed the green building, and that was kind of a, a lot of catalyst for for some of the development that really took off after after that. So uh, he's been trying to do the same thing in Nulu for the past in few Portland. years. Yeah, or excuse yeah. me, in Portland for the last few years. Um, can't you know? Hard to gauge how successful it's been yet because I think he's he's just. Uh, you know, still kind of developing that. But, I mean, a hotel's not uh, anything to, you know, uh, write off there. I think that'll definitely be a, a big, big feather in the cap if they get it done. But I guess they're still looking for investors, right? Yeah, um, they're still looking for investors, but he wanted to go ahead and kind of um, get the news out there because um, he had a quote in there about how it's kind of insane to think that there's no hotels past 9th Street. I think mm-hmm. that's what he said. So he wanted to go ahead and get it out there that this is happening and he's still looking for some investors. Yeah. Um, but yeah, one of the, the people at the architecture firm, that's Pod A&D's architecture and design. Um, Doug Pearson is his name and he worked with Gil on the Green Building. So they're kind of like reuniting for this hotel. Right. So. So then the other project is downtown. Where's that one going? That's not a new plan. I guess it's a yeah, more it's details on the plan. A revised plan. So this one's from uh, True Vine Companies, which is based out of Minnesota, and Camposano Capital, which is has offices both in Louisville and in New York. Um, but it's 
uh, Canopy by Hilton, which is um, kind of a luxury brand by Hilton, mm -hmm. and it's going in the former Action Loan building space, um, which that building's no longer there. It's just a parking lot right, right. now. But uh, right, like, catty corner to the convention center and a few blocks from the Yum Center. Um, and previously, a local businessman man named Martin Carney, um, he and... Camsano Capital were going to be bringing a hotel there, but I don't think that they had named what brand it was going to be. Mm -hmm. um, and that's no longer happening. And instead, they're moving on with Truvine and they're doing this Canopy Hotel. So I'm going to go off script a little here. The Action Loan Building is one of those, Allison, I think I'll just... You you knew the building. Like you say yep. the Action lo Action Loan Building, you knew where it was, yep. right? Yeah. Yep. It was big and gray and I wouldn't say it was... Very attractive. Yes. But it's gone now, I guess. Yeah. So. yeah. And there's going to be a hotel there. That sounds nice. Um, let's see. And then uh, another question. It's not on the script. I'm going to ask you to just <laughs> see if you know. Let's Ooh. see. Ooh. <laughs> I love being tested. What else has <laughs> Capisano developed? Oh, well, I do know this. Um, <laughs> he has several kind of proposed in the works and then some that have been completed. Um, so he's done Gateway to Nulu, which is right at the edge of Nulu, yeah. if you don't guess by the name. Um, and I think that's where um, I am going to say Everyday Kitchen, but I don't think it's called that anymore. Or is yeah. it still called Everyday Kitchen? Yeah, I've, I've been to the place. I can't remember it's if it is It's not called Clever Moose anymore. Oh, it's uh, not it called Clever Moose. It is all under the Everyday Kitchen. Everyday kitchen. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's in there. We got there. Yeah, we got it. <laughs> um, We're good at like, our I, jobs. I know something's <laughs> in there that either is or was called Everyday Kitchen. Um so they've done that building, and then they've done um, a residence inn in, at Old Henry, which is off Old Henry Road, mm -hmm. where there's a lot of spurring I development. I guess you had that in the store, but yeah, I didn't realize that. Mm -hmm. so. they did, he did that with, I don't think the company was True Vine at the time, but kind of the same people that are at True Vine, Camposano did with them. Mm -hmm. um, so then there was also, in Proposed, he's got Nulu Crossing, which is a big mixed-use development in Nulu. He's uh, got Joe Lay, which is a hotel in the former Joe Lay Antiques. So mm -hmm. a lot of stuff going on in Nulu specifically. Uh, so Kevin Grangier is going to have a um, uh, a restaurant in this new downtown hotel too. Mm -hmm. That's pretty exciting. Kevin Grangier, if people don't know the name, he's uh, famous for Village Anchor and Lemu, which you know a couple of popular restaurants there. So. Um, and there are investors on that project, right? You mentioned the Minnesota mm -hmm. um, company as well as Capisano. Yeah. Obviously has some money because mm -hmm. he's involved in all these <laughs> things that we just talked Right. So. Yeah, this project's um, going to be $60 million investment. Um, and, yeah, the restaurant by Kevin Grangier is – I haven't heard too many plans about it yet, um, but I did hear it's going to be Polynesian. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And um, it seats – I think he said 400 Lord, that's huge. Um, no, yeah, four hundred <laughs> seat experience. Oh, wow. So, like, so and it's uh, like eleven thousand square feet on the main floor. So it's pretty big restaurant. And then he's also doing the. Um, there's going to be like a rooftop bar, Ooh. and um, there's going to be like breakfast and things served on this rooftop bar. And he's doing that too. Right. So, how did it take us this long to figure out that people want to hang out on the roofs of things? I don't. That's uh, literally. 
Nashville's figured it out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I feel like Indy's figured it out. Seattle figured it Seattle's out. Seattle's figured mm-hmm. it out. I just feel like it's taken so long for Louisville to figure that out. We need a 400% increase in the <laughs> in amount rooftop of rooftop. Bars. Rooftop anything. Let's, mm-hmm. yeah. True. let's go up there. Let's, let's have bars, like, coffee let's shops. Just, let's just take everything that we're doing and elevate it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> rooftop podcast recording studios. Yeah. Honestly, I Let's feel like get the dangerous. Wind might be bad. Be pretty good. Rooftop I think... axe throwing. How about that? <laughs> Ooh. Yes. Ooh, that <laughs> would be so dangerous. Nick Camposano did the new. Uh, is it Flying Axes building? Mm-hmm. So I feel oh. like that could be a collab. Mm. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, he's already got the bar. Going. He's got the Flying Axes. So it's literally in the cards. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, we'll be we'll be doing that. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll switch gears here. We'll talk about the Kentucky State Fair, which is going on right now. Um, and Laurel, you had an interesting story about uh, the talent for the Kentucky State Fair, the the concert talent. So, um, I guess my question is, you know, what uh, they got a lineup? Who who got paid the most? I guess of the uh, Kentucky State Fair lineup, or do you have any just interesting? things you learned from that story oh i learned a lot from that story yeah well, it, it is it's interesting the peek behind the curtain yeah yeah so for for those who aren't familiar um because the kentucky state fair is produced by a kentucky state entity we as the public not just journalists even though i think only journalists would be weird enough to do this <laughs> um can file an open records request to receive these contracts that list um not demands, but requests. Requests. From um, a soft version of demands. artists. <laughs> yes, yeah. And I mean, a lot of the things in these contracts are like, you know, so and so requires this kind of lighting, this kind of musical instrument. You need this kind of electricity to put on the display right, or whatever, Exactly. So. But it also has snack requests and alcohol requests, which the fair could not complete, by the way. But they it was can't, interesting. Yeah, they can't give alcohol. It was interesting to see what was crossed out. You know, there was Jack Daniels, tequila, lots of boring beers. I thought I saw, I thought I saw one that requested, and maybe you brought up in your story, like local IPAs. Yes, yeah. <laughs> what, one, one artist. Who was it? Nico Moon. Yes. Nico Moon was cool, wanted to support the local economy. For, wanted good local for Local IPAs, <laughs> local ciders. Um, but because this is a business podcast, we all want to know the dollar signs. So these also said how much people got paid. So the openers got about $7,500-ish, mm-hmm. which, I mean... Not bad for a few hours. It's not right? bad. Right. But, I'm I mean, sure it's longer than a few for mo- hours. For but. most normal people, you know, that's a pretty significant thing. But compared to Trace Adkinsay, who made $75,000 for his fair And he was appearance. the big... He's the big headline. He is. He is. Yes. Yet, for some reason, at this moment, I can't name his most famous song. I can't either. Wait, I've I was just talking never about this with my roommate yesterday. It's weird, because I kind of grew up with 90s country, mm-hmm. and but I don't remember Trace Atkins being a part of that. Yeah. I remember he was on The Celebrity Apprentice. Yes. Isn't he on, isn't he on <laughs> With a, Donald uh, Trump? Yeah, before Donald a, Trump was before, a politician, you know, when he was a reality star. Back when he wasn't so worried. <laughs> He's on a TV show now, right? Wait, Am I Trace like, Atkins is? Yeah. Am I, it's I don't know. About, oh, 
Like a country <laughs> family. Well, Am I, I totally what? like getting Please this join wrong? us as we read the Trace Atkins Wikipedia <laughs> no, page. George, did you see no, the same this, thing I this, did? No, the song that I thought of, I was like, oh, now I'm going to have to say this on the podcast. It's Honky Tonk Badonky Tonk. <laughs> 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 well, I do remember that I know, that that's one. the song we were talking about. When now I, it's going to be stuck in my head the rest <laughs> of the day. Yeah. When I Googled him, the first thing that came up was people also ask, how many times did Trace Adkins get shot? <laughs> Wow. I didn't even know he was shot in the first place. This is an interesting character that yeah. we don't know anything about. That's why he gets paid $75,000 because this <laughs> man is a ghost. Bill. Now that I've learned that he like is in gunfights, I'm a little more worried about making fun of him on this <laughs> podcast. I know, yeah. Well, I don't know. Trace Adkins enters Louisville. What do you think the first things people are going to say to him? you got to listen to this podcast, <laughs> yeah. the Access Louisville podcast. They didn't podcast. know your song, man. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I do. I am a fan of Honky Tonk Badonky Tonk. <laughs> I just Who forgot is it for a second. Honestly. Oh, yes. He's in, it's a new country theme drama, Monarch. Oh, oh I have I've seen, thought, I've seen advertising okay. for Monarch, but I haven't watched okay. it. He's 6'6". Six, six. Mm-hmm. It's a big guy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. We have lots of stats. And we went from knowing nothing about him to knowing how tall he is. What's his shoe size? I heard you guys discuss that recently. <laughs> we'll have him on the Access Louisville podcast and ask him. Uh, all right. Anybody been to the state fair this year? I went, <laughs> which I feel like makes sense. Um. <laughs> big fair girl. Mm, yeah. Um, it was good. Yeah. <laughs> you know. I it's a good year for it. it. The The weather has been... Yeah, it actually was really nice, nice weather cool. when we went. Um, have you been, Allison? I have not been to the fair this year. Are you going to go? I... I thought, I, you, I thought you once told me you were a fair okay, kind of person. I am a fair kind of person. I haven't... I don't know. It's just... I just haven't thought about just going this year. Yeah. I know my kids have been asking, and hmm. maybe we'll go Yeah. Friday night or Saturday. I don't know. You know, my mom used to work at the fairground. She was the entry department supervisor. So if you entered anything from a cow to a cake or cookies, art, she was in charge of uh, that entry. And I used to have so much fun uh, being out at the fair. So I used to spend my July and August out at the fair with my mom. She get she would have a fair car. She would get a courtesy car. She would get courtesy cars like four times a year. So I used to think I was hot stuff driving in this courtesy car uh, with the fair logo on the side. Um, and so I would spend all my summer out there. Uh, we were many other kids were called we were called the fair kids. Oh, yeah, that's you know, and uh, that would it was be a just cute a little '80s movie. And she the had, fair kids. she had this uh, big vault in her office, and I used to love to go in it. And it had all of the ribbons were up on the walls, and it was just so it was just fun to go in and look and trophies. It was really cool, and I used to help out too. Yeah, like I would help her stuff envelopes or put like the ribbons uh, or the string for the entries sometimes i would shove those in uh, envelopes 
which I guess I probably shouldn't talk about. You know, that was like free labor there. Yeah, <laughs> that, I think yeah. it was okay back then. Like, yeah, they think, didn't have laws back then. Yeah, yeah. it was the eighties. Whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did. As far as I know, and I grew up in the eighties. Kids just ran around lawlessly, did I free mean, labor. Can you imagine like, if I would let my kids just go out at the? My mom would no. just let me. Yeah. I was in elementary school, and I would just wander around the fair, and I would have a friend come with me sometimes, and we would just, like, I did at the wander. county fair, but I never did at the state fair. I can't believe that. I, w- I just, it's just Confession, crazy. I've only been to the fair one, or state fair one mm-hmm. time ever. Mm. Um, when was it? It was in, like, when I was, like, 18 or something. So it's been, like, years and years and years. Don't do math. You should go. I yeah. should. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just. You could I'm see not Trey really, Sadkins. Yeah, I could free <laughs> for free. By the way, yeah, like free, those yeah. are like free concerts. I did work. I in could see Nico Moon, and mm. we could talk about local IPAs. IPAs. Mm-hmm. I did work for in at the fair one year in exposition sales. So all the people in the one wing that sell all that, you know, the fudge and all that stuff. Oh, uh, awesome. I was kind of in charge of taking like their. Uh, fees that they w- had to pay us so I, yeah. I worked one summer there and that was still free labor that was no before no you, oh. i got paid for that oh, it you was were, like okay. in college i that's actually good. got paid that's good i have one fair food that i love and it's the potato that they like make they do into the curly cues the ribbon oh. they're called ribbon fries ribbon fries why are those not oh. out there why are we not eating them on roof they're too powerful <laughs> they're great they are similar to like an auntie Anne's, where an auntie Anne's oh. is too powerful to be on its own that's why they're only in airports and malls mm. i feel like ribbon fries mm. are too powerful to be they just we just can't own. just have those we out. can just right. have no. them <laughs> yeah they can only be at fairs yeah I guess it would lose the specialness if you mm, ate that. Yeah. I love it with, like, malt vinegar and salt. Mm. Oh, my oh, gosh. That sounds so, so good. good. Mm-hmm. All right. You got a favorite fair food? Other than funnel cake. Funnel cake's a good Yeah, choice. funnel funnel cake is pretty high up there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I would say, I don't know. Like, the donut burgers are a nice novelty, I guess. Mm. I wouldn't <laughs> want to, like, eat them in any, like... You know, on any regular basis, but I think we had this conversation with the leader of the fair. Actually, Laura was there. We did, yes, David yeah, Beck. yes, David Beck himself, <laughs> who is the uh, the uh, can't remember his exact title, president, I think, of the of Kentucky K- News, and he signed all the contracts. Oh yeah, up, I noticed that. Yes. I noticed that. Yeah. So. Uh, so yeah, so if you want more on the fair, go check out our David Beck podcast from a few months ago. Otherwise, I think that's all we have for you this week. We'll go around the room here, and uh, you guys can share where we can find you on social media. Allison, I'll start with you on this. You can find me on Twitter at Allison and on LinkedIn, Allison Steins. All right. Laurel. I'm on Twitter at Laurel and on LinkedIn, Laurel Zeppin. Ellie. I'm on LinkedIn under my name, Eleanor Tolbert, and on Twitter at Eleanor. All right, and you can find me on LinkedIn under my real name, David A. Mann, or under my fake name, dman 3001 on Twitter. Uh, if you like this podcast, you can find it on popular podcast services, including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. Thank you very much, Laurel, Allison, and Ellie. Thank you guys for listening to us at home, and we'll see you next time. Bye-bye. <laughs>